Hello. We have a very interesting topic to speak about today, robo-advisory licenses in the DIFC. Let's first understand why setting up in the DIFC makes sense. It is one of the world's top 10 onshore financial centers and offers a secure and efficient platform for businesses and financial institutions to reach into and out of the emerging markets of the region. Besides offering a wide range of financial service activities, the center also provides an integrated environment and world-class standard of living. It is well regarded in the international community as well. DIFC fills the time zone gap for a global financial center between the leading financial centers of London and New York in the West and Hong Kong and Tokyo in the East. Some other advantages include a legal framework supports cross-border activities, with 100% foreign ownership, zero tax for 50 years, and an independent, English-speaking, common-law judicial system. Now, let's get down to the topic of today. Robo-advisory licenses. The DIFC has provisions for both regulated and non-regulated fintech in the innovation hub. While they have issued detailed guidelines on money services businesses, there is no such explicit guidance on robo-advisory licenses. So, what are robo-advisors? Robo-advisors are a class of financial advisor that provide financial advice or investment management online with moderate to minimal human intervention. They provide digital financial advice based on mathematical rules or algorithms, and use technology to interact with more tech-savvy clients, as opposed to the traditional method of relationship-based advisory. This technology allows investment managers to provide tailored investment management services to clients in a cost-effective and scalable manner. Why use a robo-advisor? There are many reasons why investors may choose to use robo-advisors as opposed to a traditional portfolio manager or financial advisor including low fees and no conflict of interest. Many digital investment managers charge significantly lower fees compared to traditional financial advisors. Conflicts of interest are minimized, since there is no bias or pressure to push a certain set of products or solutions. Low minimum requirements. Most financial advisory firms have higher requirements of initial commitments, usually a minimum in excess of 100,000 US dollars. Robo-advisors have much lower entry requirements, some as low as 1,000 US dollars, and work on volumes. Availability. Digital investment managers are automated and hence available 24 bar 7. Prominent robo-advisory firms include Betterment, Personal Capital, and Charles Schwab. The Dubai Financial Services Authority, or DFSA, reviews applications from firms who wish to carry out financial services from the DIFC. In the absence of explicit guidance, based on our experience with DIFC robo-advisory applications, the following activities may be applicable, depending on the business model, whether fully digital or hybrid. Firms that sell white-labeled technology solutions to wealth managers are not covered since they do not require financial services permissions. Accordingly, the following financial service activities may be applicable. 1. Advising on financial products, firms issuing recommendations on portfolios of financial instruments. 2. Arranging deals and investments, firms issuing recommendations and passing instructions to brokers, with client consent. 3. Managing assets, firms engaging in discretionary management of client portfolios, including discretionary portfolio rebalancing. So much capital would be required. There are three components of capital considered, base capital, risk-based capital and expense-based capital. The category of license determines the amount of base capital required. Firms that engage in activities of advising on investments or arranging deals in investments will fall under the category 4 license requirements with a base capital of 10,000 US dollars. 
Firms that engage in activity of managing assets will fall under the Category 3C license requirements, with a base capital of US$500,000. Some digital asset managers have business models that present significantly lower risks than what is normally considered for an asset manager license. For instance, in the following conditions. Product offering limited to passive investment products such as ETFs or index trackers. Discretionary asset management activities are limited to portfolio rebalancing, not involving the purchase of new investment products that were not included in the portfolio agreed to by the client. Client assets are held with independent third-party financial institutions under a direct contract with the client. Currently, the DFSA has no explicit guidance in these cases, and the base capital requirement will still be US$500,000. However, this may be open for deliberation on a case-to-case basis. Applications for robo-advisors in the DIFC will go through a rigorous process of authorization. Applicants will have to demonstrate a credible, comprehensive and sustainable business plan, adequate control mechanisms and robust compliance processes. The mandatory appointments include Licensed Directors, the DFSA will review the composition of the board. Senior Executive Officer, must be UAE Resident. Compliance Officer, must be UAE Resident. Money Laundering Reporting Officer, must be UAE Resident, and Finance Officer. Senior management positions including business heads, chief risk officer and chief technology officer will also be reviewed. Now to some key controls for digital asset managers. Due to the nature of this business, the DFSA will review in detail the algorithm and technology governance policies and processes, and also the assessments that are in place to determine client suitability. Digital investment managers will also have to demonstrate robust data security policies and systems to ensure compliance with all relevant data protection regulations. In determining algorithmic governance, the DFSA may consider the qualifications and competence of the staff involved, the development, testing and deployment of the model and the ongoing monitoring and review of the same. An emphasis will be placed on client suitability requirements and adequate disclosure mechanisms. These controls will have to be enhanced in case the robo-advisor intends to cater to retail clients, which is usually the case. Well, your next question will surely be, how do I go about it? The first step involves a formal meeting with the DIFC. A holistic description of the project, intended activities and expansion plans are discussed here. The outcome of the meeting is the submission of a letter of intent, expressing interest in setting up in the DIFC. Applicants now compile the Regulatory Business Plan, or RBP. This forms the backbone of the application to the DFSA. It has to be comprehensive, and detail the business model, revenue streams, corporate governance and management, control mechanisms, risks involved and every other aspect that will be relevant to the proposed business. The first draft of the Regulatory Business Plan is sent to the DFSA for a quick review, following which they revert either confirming the go-ahead for submissions, or suggesting a rework of the draft. The next step is submission of the formal application to the DFSA. This is a comprehensive submission and includes the regulatory business plan, financial model, manuals and policies, KYC and other details on the shareholders, directors, controllers and senior management. The DFSA application fee has to be paid as well. Do note that for robo-advisory licenses, the DFSA would like a prototype of the solution to accompany the formal application. The DFSA then conducts a detailed review process for all applications. A case officer is appointed, and he or she reviews the application and sends across a list of questions that the applicant clarifies. This process can take up to three months, with multiple rounds of follow-up queries and clarifications. 
the DFSA also, at some point during this process, conducts an interview with the senior executive officer, compliance officer and controllers, to better understand the project and their roles. A satisfactory review process at an internal DFSA authorization committee meeting results in the DFSA issuing an in-principle approval, or IPA. The IPA states that the DFSA welcomes the applicant to the center, subject to the completion of conditions stated in the IPA. These conditions usually include setting up the legal structure, opening the bank account and deposit of the share capital. The final step would be to submit evidence of the completion of the in-principle conditions to the DFSA, following which they issue the financial services permission to the applicant firm. And finally, your money services business license is ready, and you can go live. So, how much does this cost? Generally, there are two components of DFSA fees. One, an application processing fee and the other, an annual licensing fee. For robo-advisory licenses, the application fees range from $15,000 to $25,000, and so do the annual license fees as well. The ROC helps to set up the legal structure of the DIFC-regulated firm. Shareholders can be individual or corporate. There are many options available, such as private company limited by shares and limited liability partnerships. The first-year costs come in at $1,500 with an innovation license, with subsequent renewals around $13,000. Every entity registered in the DIFC is required to lease a physical office. You can choose from the gate and surrounding buildings, or other buildings within the DIFC, such as Emirates Financial Towers, Central Park, Park Avenue, Borge Damon, and Currency House. Prices vary, depending on the space availed and the building. Rentals start at $20,000 per annum. So, how can we at 10 Leaves help you? We provide turnkey services for DIFC robo-advisory licenses. From initial consulting, to assistance in authorizations, to assistance in preparation of the legal documentation, 10 Leaves helps you navigate the DFSA rulebook and submit an application that is comprehensive, complete and compliant. Through 10L Technologies, we also assist you with registering with locally based banks and obtaining bin sponsorships. Our services include assistance in Reviewing the business model and advice on the applicable regulatory framework. Preparation of the regulatory business plan and comprehensive financial projections. Preparation of all policies, processes and manuals required. Provision of outsourced compliance officer and outsourced finance officer services. Finalizing the legal structure, including holding company setup and customization of memorandums, and finalization of leased space, bank account opening and obtaining financial services permissions. Well, here is where we draw to a close today. Thank you for listening, and do get in touch with us by writing in to us at connect at 10leaves.ae. Do also visit our website at www.10leaves.ae. Have a good day. Thank you.